0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy.
1: And Steve Wilson.
0: We're on remote again today at Enchiladas Olay. This is our first trip to Enchiladas Olay. Hello, Mary. Hi. Tell us all about, uh, just give us a little one minute. We'll come back and talk to you okay. all about hatch green chili season sure. and everything about that. But give us a little one minute summary when people ask, what's Enchiladas Olay? What do you tell them?
2: Well, uh, enchiladas ole of course we specialize in enchiladas and we've got all different <laughs> and types sauces. of sauces and sauces our sauces are what make our enchiladas so we've got very unique flavors very bold and the hatch pepper is one of the favorites
0: Steve, you've never been here, is that no, right? I've, I've never, never been you. here. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand that because it's it's on oh, so. I mean, I follow you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's, see that you you well, should. Well, the follow... food
2: should make you hungry. i should get follow
0: there. her right on over. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're we're at Enchiladas Sole is on North Sylvania, north of Race Street. It's just two miles from downtown, a mile and a half, really. Yes. And Mary Pettis opened this here. Uh, how many years ago? Six
2: and a half years ago.
0: Okay, and the um, and of course the the uh, main thing that she's been known for all along is these complicated craft enchilada sauces that you see
2: yes. enchiladas
0: ole sauces in Central Market and in stores, and they're not like your typical, you know. I mean, I think that a lot of restaurants the last thing they think of in all the decades of the great fajita years of the 90s, mm-hmm. when fajitas were the big. Big thing, fajitas. Oh yes, fajitas. fajitas. Yes. And then, and then, and people still get all worked up about it. tacos, 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 tacos. This is the restaurant that specializes in enchiladas. And if you want old world enchiladas, Tex-Mex enchiladas, new enchiladas, brisket enchiladas, uh, you've got it how many different sauces? Like six kinds of enchiladas? We have seven
2: and different sauces. Yeah. And uh, the New Mexico sauce is the red same red chilies that they use in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, we've got the ancho chile, which is famous in, in Texas, the Tex-Mex. We, the, the hatch is just something new that I created. It's kind of like our country gravy with hatch, little spice and yeah,
0: it's a hatch, it's not a chili, it's a chili sauce? Or yeah, it's, a it's like
2: a cream sauce with hatch peppers, and, and it's, it's. I think, the absolute favorite here.
0: How did you even get started in the enchilada sauce business that led to the enchilada zole empire here?
2: Well, um, you know, I would, throughout my non-profit years, I would cook for a you lot of You worked for different Boys and Girls Club? Boys and Girls Clubs, uh, JPS, Health Network, and the City of Fort Worth. And during events, during that time, I would cook for just different people. I've just always loved to cook. And someone at JPS, one of my co-workers had said, Mary, you should bottle your enchilada sauce. It's it's that good. So I, I pondered on that idea for a little bit. I walked into Central Market Corporate in Plano with a plate of enchiladas and a curd jar from Walmart with enchilada sauce. And in 30 minutes, I had an order for uh, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas Fort Worth stores. Yeah,
0: because nobody else was making craft enchilada sauces. It, and it's the fresh.
2: There's there's no preservatives. I mean, it has to be refrigerated. So it's it's just like making it at home on your skillet, you know. So,
0: well, I, And then um, you managed to turn that into this empire. You became yes. a restaurateur. Uh, people wanted the enchilada sauces and they wanted a restaurant.
2: While we Dependent. were demoing the sauces in Central Markets, people would say, you should open a restaurant. Okay. So <laughs> from there came the idea in the you, restaurant six years later. You
1: do what people say, apparently.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> I try and take some, du- some guidance from folks. And I, and I think we've done, we've done, I mean, we've been recognized by USA Today last year as number seven in the whole state of Texas. That was,
0: and that's what I was, you went from walking into Central, Central Market, Market with your with your curb mason jar full of sauce to being the number seven Mexican restaurant in the state of Texas, yes, and that was voted by the readers of USA Today. It's their ten best voting that they do everywhere, yes. And you ranked as the number seven best in all, and and you're not even a big margarita place. I mean, you're no. a you're a, a. I mean, you don't even serve dinner. No, uh, only three nights a week, right? Right. You serve lunch. This really six, is a little hole l- in the wall. Yeah, so we yeah. did. <laughs> lunch, lunch, six days, dinner, three nights. Yes. And you made the number seven best in Texas. Yes. And it so that, that was we're all best. Yes. that. we very blessed. So that started out. That first of all, there were your red chili sauces and red cheese. And then people started loving the green sauce. And then came the hatched chili. And yes. now it's hatched chili season. And in the first of August mm-hmm. is when peach season in North Texas gives way to hatched chili season. And for 30 years, Chewie's mm-hmm. has had a Hatch Chili Festival. For 25 years, Central Market and Blue Mesa Grill have had their Hatch Chili Festivals. Why did Hatch Chili get to be such a big thing? And why why Hatch? and What's the mystique?
2: I think that, well, all my life growing up, it was always the mighty jalapeno. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was only jalapenos that were, you know, at least as far as I can remember. And I really had not even heard of Hatch peppers until I started selling in central markets, and they made a big deal about it. And we were demoing, and I saw the roasters outside. And I thought, "This is strange," you know. It's and I tasted some samples that they made. And I thought, "I can do something with this pepper," mm-hmm. and um, I learned a lot about that pepper. You know, I the, the, of course it. Central markets and other places they roast them outside. Well, the first year I was open, I drove to New Mexico in my pickup and picked up 300 pounds and roasted them in the restaurant while we were open. And we had to close down because it burned everybody's eyes. <laughs> oh, no, yeah.
1: So there's a reason why those baskets are, <laughs> <Yeah>. are burning <laughs> yeah. in outside. outside. That's right. Yeah, I had outside. to
2: learn about the hatch peppers, you know, <laughs> and the experience with it. But the thing about hatch is it has a tremendous heat, but it's a heat that you can still. Taste afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a very different type of heat than the jalapeno. Well mm-hmm.
0: some people who are trying to diss the whole diss it as a as a marketing scheme mm-hmm. say, Oh, it's just an Anaheim, you know, oh it's just a poblano. But it really because it's fresh yes. and so close to the patch and also that little Mesilla Valley produces a hotter pepper. It is and, a hotter and pepper. And later in the season it's a little hotter too. Is that I put
2: Anaheim it? in my rice and I use poblanos, you know, in our rice too, and it's a whole different flavor. Yeah. Very it, different flavor. It's got a
0: little a little bit of a of a deeper uh, some sort of, of deeper flavor to it. Has it
2: has a more bite to it too, and it's a different a whole it's just a very different flavor from so the Anaheim y- and the
0: you use it in cream sauce? What else do you use it in?
2: I use it in our queso and we we you know, we wanna oh, you, do,
0: you do the queso year yeah, round? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We do the queso uh year round and we uh well we started off I started off driving my pickup and picking up however many hundreds of pounds and now we this year we got eight thousand pounds. Eight
0: that's Four tons? Eight, eight, Steve eight, is my eight, math, eight, right, uh, um, on that? I do. I'm i a journalist. I have 6,000 pounds I'm left in a freezer downtown
2: math. Fort Worth because I okay. can't keep them here. You do but freeze
0: it rather than <laughs> trucking it all back. Uh,
2: yeah, because I can't. Now, since I introduced them, they're so popular here, we have to keep them year-round. Right,
0: mm-hmm. you have to they're keep them. Yeah. And also, it's tougher to go and buy them right during the season. You can go this yes. uh, they're at a premium, and everybody wants them now. They're big in California, and yes. the expansion of HEB and Central Market have made them big all over Texas. Uh, that's one thing I was going to mention what's new for hatch chili season this year in Dallas Fort Worth we've always had them at Central Market of course now we have not one but two HEB stores Mm -hmm. locally we have one in Burleson and then one in Hudson Oaks on the outskirts of Weatherford Mm -hmm. if Weatherford has outskirts it's on the outskirts of Mm -hmm. Weatherford and so they are also involved in all the hatch chili I believe I counted that they have more than 30 hatch chili products at Central Market and HEB hatch sausage Hatch chicken salad, Hatch pimento, and of course Hatch in in everything they make from from mac and cheese to beer. They have uh, you know Hatch flavors. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, and then the other restaurants. Uh, do you, who's you ever try any get to try anybody else's Hatch chili? Anything? I have
2: not gone into another restaurant to try their Hatch. I mean, I see them advertised and whatever they have, you know, but I I haven't been to another restaurant to. Well, try let's their start hatch.
0: with yours. The signature here. Is the brisket enchilada with the Hatch chili sauce? Yes, right? the brisket Hatch and that, bris- brisket. And, that, and that's so you're known both for Hatch chili and for for, you know, house made brisket. Or, and or our
2: queso won um, wide open eats last year. Voted it one of the top ten quesos. in Texas. Queso. So you
0: could get the enchilada either with the the, the, uh, the Hatch sauce, the hatch with, sauce, or, or the, the hatch queso. queso, yeah, okay. which mm-hmm. has Hatch chilies in it. Yes, yes. yeah, so uh-huh. the, the Hatch <laughs> yeah. queso. So mm-hmm. you got two two Hatch options on yes. your on your brisket enchilada or your ch- uh, cheddar jack or yes. whatever other enchilada you pick here. Uh, El Phoenix specials are up there. They have hatch enchiladas or ha- hatch queso. Um, the uh, Blue Mesa, is co- of course, is one of the restaurants that ha- has had hatch specials for a long time. They have hatch chili relleno stuffed with cheese, smoked chicken or pulled pork. And they have a hatch chili steak taco or a combo plate. Uh, and they have on August 14th, Blue Mesa, you know, they do their big all-you-can-eat buffet on Saturday and Sunday. I know that sometimes you're there on Sunday. Yes,
2: I am. <laughs> <So> the, <laughs> yeah, I like for someone else to cook yeah, for me. Yeah, <laughs> you like
0: for someone else to give you all-you-can-eat all, all for yes, a Yes, yes. So the, all you, uh, Blue Mesa's famous buffet on Wednesday, October 14th. They're having a special hatch chili buffet, and that's a Wednesday night, but it's $16. They'll have a whole hatch chili, uh, hatch chili everything special. And then Papasitas have started their menu Ariano's uh, Tacos, Hatch Enchiladas, uh, Chewy's, which uh, was kind of the, at least brought it to North Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chewy's will have hits special beginning the 14th. Uh, Burritos Tacos, Green Chili Sauce, and they have uh, they have Green Chili year-round. And then the new restaurant that I write about in Fridays, DFW.com, Star Telegram, uh, Lupe Tortilla in mm-hmm. Las Colinas, which is expanding to North Freeway in Fort Worth. Lupe Tortilla is one of the uh, favorite uh, Tex-Mex restaurants in Houston, mm-hmm. and it's a giant uh, place. They've expended Austin. Now they're in Dallas-Fort Worth. Their first location is open in Las Colinas. It's a big, cavernous, Uncle Julio's, Papacitas kind of place, but it's not, and they are known for their fajitas, and they're like lime-marinated fajitas and eight, eight different meats and all this, but they also have really good enchiladas and Tex-Mex. And they, they, It's not, you know, if you go to some restaurants, either their enchiladas are good and their fajitas are not, or their fajitas are good and their enchiladas are not. Right. That's even true of some of the little family restaurants.
2: Exactly, yes. uh,
0: But uh, Lupe Tortilla is a a, a restaurant from Houston that's had a lot of success there, Mm -hmm. uh, family-owned, and so they brought it here. And they also have a round-the-year green chili menu and and a green chili sauce. So those are some of the possibilities. Uh, Now, what else is there about Hatch Green Chili? You don't like to put hatch green chili in flan or anything, do you? Is there-
2: no, I think that, you know, I, I know some people like sweet and hot, but I don't. I think sweet should be sweet and hot should be hot, yeah. <laughs> but I, I may be old school. I don't know.
0: You said you grew up with jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Is hatched green chili something that HEB invented, or is it something that people on the north side, on the south side in Fort Worth, uh, is hatch green chili... Part of everybody's life
2: now. I think that now it's part of everybody's life, but I, I do think that some cultures are still adjusting to the hatch, green chiles. You know, when you grow up with the, like I said, the mighty jalapeno and everything. Right. right. You know, it there it's a whole different flavor. It's very unique, you know. But it, it's very good. So it's it, you know it's it's hard for some people to let go of traditions.
0: Well, we grew up here. With all the, everything that we learned comes from Monterrey and San Antonio. Yes. And the, the Norteño cooking and the, with the, the San Antonio chili powder. And then you have the, the, the guajillos and some of the, the Mexico yes. uh, flavors that, yes. that come up. But uh, the New Mexico flavors, the, the Hatch green chili and the, the uh, uh, chimayo. Uh, red chili, those are not flavors we grew up with here. Those were exactly. southwestern flavors. And they were, you know, in Texas, we didn't use those flavors. We yes. used chili powder. Yes. And we, you know, we used all the, the Monterey flavoring uh-huh. instead. And chili con carne over everything. And yes. so the uh, the New Mexico flavor was different. It really wasn't until Blue Mesa came uh-huh. that we had something. And Blue Mesa is not exactly Albuquerque, Santa Fe, but it's, uh, you know, but it, it's based on that. I sure. mean, the the flavors are based on it. La Chosa out uh, West of Azel, on the country road, uh, La Chosa, Gilbert at La Chosa, uh, used to work in Santa Fe and has red and green chili all the time, too. He laughs about hatch green chili season. He says every day is green chili season.
2: Here. Well, yes. And, you know, in New Mexico now, they, they'll eat that green hatch chili almost straight, okay? Yeah. You can go to any restaurant there, you're on fire. Yeah. So here, we got to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and, I, and I guarantee you the most dangerous place is to be halfway to New Mexico because in new mexico (laughs) Uh it's pretty hot and in texas it's not the green chili but our jalapenos are pretty hot yes if you get in el paso or carlsbad or hobbs there they have jalapeno, serrano, and hatch. Exactly. And it's really hot. Yes. So if you're in the L and J in El Paso, it's really
2: hot. Oh yes, yes. I've, I, I, every time I'm in El Paso, I <laughs> stop at L and J's.
1: So is hatch peppers? Are they kind of like jalapenos, where some are really hot and some are not?
2: Yes. You know, it, it just depends on. Um, I mean, now that I get so many, mm-hmm. I, I'll make some, a recipe here and I think, man, it's hotter. Much of this, these peppers are hotter than the the ones we had last week. They mm-hmm. get
0: hotter later in the. Yeah. Yes, yeah mm-hmm. yes uh-huh. is there something you can tell podcasters what if they have hatched chilies at home if they bought one to be cool and they don't know what to do with it what's something they could do easily chop it up and put it in the queso what else yes
2: uh, you can you know eggs you can uh, mix them with Dyson eggs them a with lot eggs. of people mix and them with eggs and, and stuff like that and you can put it in ground beef for tacos i mean you know, they're just so... There's a lot of different... You can use those Hatch Peppers in almost anything.
1: And do you need to roast them first, in other words? You you can, know, yes, roast them. Yes. Roast them, so Because yes. so, you see them all the time. Saute them
2: in the pan. If yeah. not, if you don't mm-hmm. have a roaster, just throw them in the pan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you see them raw all the time. Then But, you know, I remember first seeing uh, Central Market start doing this Hatch Festival. and and They, they have had, the good Hatch Burgers. Hatch Burgers have become right. a oh, huge yeah. deal. And, uh, and that's about the only place I saw it. And then... Now you go buy a Kroger's or someplace, and they got one of those chili roasters out in front. So right. I like every... And every Tom place. Thumb, of course. Yeah, you know, they all just kind of, you know, everybody has it now. So it's just, it's really, it's been like 10 years the or popularity, it was popular
0: in <laughs> California. And mm-hmm. so when Safeway and Albertsons bought Tom Thumb, mm-hmm. then they brought it back into Texas with the Tom Thumb stores. Mary, we should let you talk about the, the restaurant business here. Tell us about Enchiladas Zole, what you're doing now... And what's new and what's next here at Enchiladas Olay?
2: Okay, well, you know, it's so this weekend, and it's, uh, thank you for asking, is it going to be our first attempt at fajitas? Um, I've never done fajitas because, you know, enchiladas. Um,
1: but did s- somebody tell you you ought to do fajitas?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Customers. You ought to do I, fajitas. Had a, I had a customer that told me last week, you can't call yourself a Mexican restaurant if you don't have fajitas. And I uh-huh. thought,
0: And and, and he was 40 or 50 because fajitas did not exist.
2: Uh, Yes, exactly. uh, Growing up, I never even heard of fajitas, okay? So mainly because meat was, uh, beef was, you know, it was not affordable. Right. You know, and we actually... the skirt wasn't available. Exactly. And actually the original, which are cheese and onion, is what we grew up with, which is what was affordable to us you know growing up so anyways um i thought you know what i'm gonna go ahead and jump on this fajita thing but mine will be very different you know uh i you know so um this friday and saturday we'll be introducing our fajita enchiladas which will be two enchiladas originals cheese and onion with a pile of fajitas on top and
0: that would be august 9th and 10th is where Yes. Are you going to do it for the rest of August or see how it
2: goes? I think it'll go go fantastic. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're a small, I'll be on that stove all night long cooking those, you know, because we cook them to order and stuff like that. But it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll make it like everything else.
1: It's a popular, um, uh, I know like Riata does a carne asada with enchiladas on top.
2: Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah,
1: and that's like their most popular dish. Oh, okay. And, and it's, so it's a good flavor combination. So it should work real well. I think
2: so too. I think enchiladas have gotten a bad rap for a long time. And I think people now are realizing that enchiladas are really a great, you know, it's always been tacos, you know, it's always been the fajitas, well, since the 80s. Mm-hmm. But well, tacos and, and even burritos were very, very popular. But now I think enchiladas are starting to come, they're starting to. Uh, I think that Tex-Mex, it always, uh, it always recreates itself. You know, there's all of us have different cultures. My mother was from Spain. My father was Mexican. They met in France. My dad was in the Army. So I, I'm used to cooking different cultures, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that as as time goes on, that you add different spices. You know, I don't know, but if, you know, we use curry and turmeric in some that. of our chicken enchilada yeah. dishes. And even with our mole. now whoever would have thought of Curry and turmeric with mole. With mole. But people love it. Our customers think it's it's a phenomenal flavor. It's yeah. very different. So it's evolving. Tex-Mex yeah. is always evolving. Yeah, I've only mm-hmm. seen
0: that a couple of places. I was in Guatemala and I, I saw, uh, you know, the the Thai curry was there. The Thai, like chicken penang. Uh-huh. They had chicken. You have that Thai chicken, cur- red curry enchiladas. Oh, wow. In Guatemala. Fantastic. red yeah. curry. Uh-huh. Things like that were really, really good. And I uh-huh. thought, why don't they do this? Yeah. And, yes. you know, and I, then I saw you have... Uh, curry chicken on, uh-huh. on your menu. Curry chicken uh-huh. uh, enchiladas and and uh, other you know chicken items are either stewed or or curried. So y- yes, you know that, yeah. that, that 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 looked great. Um, well, you know I've been writing about food so long. I tell people you know they sort time into A, D, and B, C. Yes. And I tell people I've been writing about food since B, F before fajitas. Because, <laughs> because the, you know I mean I remember when Jimenez. Uh-huh. And uh, Gilbert Pedroza at La uh-huh. Palma, uh-huh. when uh, Jiménez and La Palma like set the planet on fire by saying, you know, "Come try this new dish, fajitas." Yes, and and uh, you know, not all long after that, it became the pervasive dish of of the uh, fajitas, margaritas, you know, the whole Tex-Mex explosion in oh the 90s yes. and everything. Oh yes, but it was a, before that. It was a enchiladas, tacos, rice and beans combination number one that was invented by El Phoenix, and, uh-huh. and so the. Uh, you know, before that, that was what Tex-Mex restaurants were all about. We are in kind of a retro Tex-Mex phase now. People are going back and saying, "Let's do better." I think Lupi Tortilla impressed me because they're saying, "Let's do better enchiladas. Let's yes. do better. Yeah, you know, uh, Let's do better uh, mm-hmm. uh, dishes." You know, yeah. and, and now, too, we get so much great influence, and we get we get uh, chiles and the and and all uh, just all kinds of things from Mexico too that are good.
2: So. Exactly. Exactly. So we get- I, I'd like to see the cactus. You know, I'd like to see some more with the cactus. I think the cactus is... Uh,
0: the beans and nopalitos? Yes. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I, I think it would be a great dish. It's, I mean, it's just uh, a great plant that you can really do a lot of different recipes we with. We were
0: talking about the avocado yes. problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about how you're addressing the avocado well, problem. Well,
2: okay. We yeah. just didn't serve it. for If if I can't have real avocados, I'm not going to serve it. And we're definitely not going to pay almost $4 in avocado. It's... it's I don't understand how that, but I mean, whatever, you know. They've they've had to come down because they couldn't sell avocados. Don't last very long, okay?
0: So if I get guacamole, if you have it and I get it, it's not going to be like mashed up cactus or mashed up squash. No,
2: the, well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even <laughs> consider doing something like that. No, it has to be fresh avocado. It has on, to be fresh guacamole. On
0: my avocado toast, on my like yes. you know, California avocado toast, I can have real
2: avocado. Yes. Yeah, I remember
1: seeing you post uh, some. Uh, Boxes of avocados with ninety something dollars, yes. you know, on them, and you said no guac,
2: yeah. <laughs> no guac. I'm on, ninety dollars no, no, a case, yeah, yes, ninety no, dollars no, a case. No, no, a case. no, no guac, no, no guac today. today, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Right. No,
0: I, I get, I get sent to Aldi to buy stealth uh-huh. orders of avocados, so because sometimes they're a few dollars cheaper. Well, and, it's like, and, you
1: know. and we were talking. Uh, one of the problems that happened is that okay, so nobody was buying the avocados, so start refrigerating them, right? And now they're hard or black inside and stuff yes. like that so right. so even if you're buying you know they've gone down a little bit in price uh you have to be careful that yeah. you're getting an avocado hadn't been refrigerated they that yeah. they couldn't sell when they were trying to sell it for 90 plus dollars a case steve exactly. you sound very knowledgeable on the avocado <laughs> 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 no it just uh basically uh one of my sushi f- uh chef friends is going yeah these have been refrigerated you know he was trying to put them in the rolls because uh-huh. they put Uh, 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 avocados and rolls all the time and he's going like yeah this is really bad you know Uh that happened to me this uh week
2: i'm like oh my god i I lost more money paying the the case a little cheaper Mm -hmm. you know getting Mm -hmm. these avocados have been refrigerated like little little
0: rocks yeah Mm -hmm. yes the uh we always talk about what else is in restaurant news and steve you know this is restaurant week or the beginning (laughs) of restaurant week season and so uh you know, up and through Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. you can go to uh, fine dining restaurants and have dinner for $39 or $49 mm-hmm. at night and have a three course dinner, or you can go have a $25 lunch. Part of the money will go to charity, uh, to the Lena Pope Home Children's Agency in Fort Worth. Yeah. And they
1: have you know, a FedEx coupon, too, if you spend like $10 at FedEx. Uh, you get the uh, fourth course on some of the That's places. That's like
0: shipping avocados to somebody. All right, yeah. So if you, yeah, spend,
1: so if you $10. spend $10, if we, be sure if you spend $10 at FedEx to ask for your your uh, coupon for uh, for the uh, restaurant week.
0: I haven't seen a lot of buzz on social media. I know that people are picking out some of the $39 dinners mm-hmm. like Silver Fox and Kirby's. But this is the last week for, uh, this second week of August is the last week for lonesome dove and, and grace. grace yeah we're and doing
1: grace tomorrow or well you know it would th- be thursday be our- thursday <laughs> and
0: then you'll have one more week for mm-hmm. bonnell's mm-hmm. and then most of the other restaurants including ruth's chris which was just remodeled mm-hmm. and del frisco's a lot of the other fine dining restaurants mm-hmm. and, and even a lot of ordinary restaurants will be doing a 39 dollar dinner a lot of mid-price restaurants would cost you about 39 or 49 anyway We'll put it in there together. <laughs> I recommend going to Rise Souffle if you've never gone to Rise Souffle. Thirty nine dollars for a three course dinner. Yeah, it's at Rise like Souffle.
1: You, yeah, you get like a, a salad and then a savory souffle and then a dessert dessert souffle. So
0: Yeah. Is there anything else you've got picked out?
1: Well I know my wife is just kind of I'm a little crazy on uh, making reservations. I'm at uh, when I was at lunch day, I had like two alerts come through that she got, she did two more. I know we already had three, so now we got five. And yeah. these are places like, you know, Grace. Uh, I think we got two at B&B, uh, which is one of our favorites for, uh, uh, let's see, Capital Grill's they're one of our favorites. Uh, both B&B and Capital Grill, they, uh, their uh, menu is uh, usually a little more substantial than the, uh, Menus at a lot of places, it's
0: like... B&B is very good. B&B is one of the real showcases for Lena Pope this year. Right, and they uh, basically, like the B&B... Check the menu before you go and make sure it's something you really want because it's a set menu.
1: Yeah, it's a set menu and uh, selections a lot of times is really small. But like I said, both Capital Grill and B&B usually have a large amount and usually it's full portions. So uh, like at B&B, when you get your appetizer, it's a full appetizer and they do big appetizers. So, So it's a lot of food.
0: Well, we have it's a busy August for food season. It's usually pretty slow, but it's we have an incredible number of openings that we'll just have to come back and talk about next week or the week after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, be sure and, and follow us on uh, on Twitter at TX Weekend Chef for Steve Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'm EatsBeat, Beat, <laughs> and so uh, follow us both on Twitter. Uh, follow me on uh, Facebook, Bud Kennedy's Eats, and definitely read us in mm-hmm. the StarTelegram.com. At dfw.com, Steve.
1: Yeah. That, do you have a uh, Twitter handle?
0: She does. Enchilada Zole.
2: Enchilada Zole, yes. Yes.
0: Enchilada Zole is a real bright spot on the northeast side of Fort Worth on Sylvania, north of Race. You keep talking about moving to a second and third and fourth location. and. And, like, taking over an entire 35-story office buildings of Enchiladas <laughs> Zole Tower or something. Because somebody, somebody
1: told you to do that, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I have a meeting tomorrow with uh-huh. uh, new partners that, you know, we've already met several times. And mm-hmm. they they love Enchiladas Zole and, and I... Uh, we we do need a bigger building. You know, we've outgrown this building. And so I'll keep you posted. But, okay. you know, parking has always been.
1: Parking is You an told issue. me when
2: I first opened this restaurant. I don't know if you remember. But you sat over there and you said, Mary, you got everything against you. No parking. Yeah. This street. And yeah. there was something else. It was. You told me there three things. It was
0: going to be. It was, it was something else, too. It was going to be. Was a drawback. I can't think of Yes, what it was. I can't
2: remember what it but it was three, and I said, yeah. oh, shoot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> are, are
1: you getting some new parking or something i thought i saw a sign up
2: well or something. people
1: park there's across, across the park. street
2: yeah right. or they can park in the back and <laughs> walk in the into back, the right. kitchen you can right. really uh-huh.
0: park on the streets around here in and, the streets, and yes. everything's fine at daytime and you're open thursday friday saturday night yes you're not open late so you no, know there's yes. not really you know mm-hmm. problems so, yeah. yeah come over what's the exact address on sylvania
2: 901
0: 901 north sylvania mm-hmm. and it's only a few blocks north of the airport freeway mm-hmm. in fort worth so if you find the sylvania exit it's across belknap to the north and it's just north of Race Street on yes. North Sylvania near downtown Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much, Maddie Pettis, for thank being, being our host here in Enchiladas Ole. Mm-hmm. And until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy.
1: And C. Wilson.